Welcome along to the latest episode of the Moto Chronicles, brought to you by none other than myself, Tom, and Charlie from 1800 Customs. You've joined us for episode 29. That's right, we have almost hit our landmark of 30 episodes, which is pretty shoddy considering uh, we should have got there way before now. But uh, thanks for sticking with us. If you are loyal listeners and have been with us for all 29 episodes, um, but if you are new to the podcast, then thank you very much for joining us. Um, this episode is, uh, as always, supported proudly uh, by none other than Will I Ski, um, offering catered skiing holidays out in the plan in the French Alps during the winter time. But right now, we're focusing on the summer. The sun is out. We've had a bit of a heat wave this weekend, and all we're thinking about is two wheeled action. Um, and Will I ski during the summer are in a fortunate enough position to be able to offer catered mountain bike trips out in the French Alps um, to those of you that are not only motorcycle fans, but are mountain bike fans as well. So if you are interested uh, in coming out to the Alps and joining us for a bit of real mountain biking in the mountains, um, then don't hesitate to get in touch um, with Charlie at Will I Ski. So head to williski.co.uk, uh, drop him a line. Um, You can also find information on these trips via the Mountain Bike Trail Hub. That is the MTB Trail Hub. Um, So, yeah, have a a look at both of those uh, platforms and see if anything like that tickles your fancy. We are also um, very happy to be supported by none other than Goetcher's Maidstone Ales, providing fresh quality cask ale um, to all the best watering holes across the southeast. Um, they keep us well lubricated and keep me in a job. So we are very happy um, to support those guys as much as they support us as well. Um, there are also some really exciting things happening with Goetcher's Ales this year. Um, we're talking expansion. So when more news on that happens, we will be obviously sharing that with you, our listeners. Other than that, um, we may as well dive straight in uh, to this latest episode of the Moto Chronicles. And uh, yeah, we hope you all enjoy. Thanks very much for tuning in. <laughs> oh, that's a, good, that's a good test. Ignore any like crying kids in the background. Oh, it's really like. That's good. Oh, right. Move the case <laughs> into the bowl. Move that. Move that. <laughs> we set up. Yeah. Do you know? I think um, one thing I've been thinking about quite a lot recently is I think we need an intro. Yeah. I mean, you do do them though, but I mean, like no, like music. A, yeah. Well, I said that ages ago. <laughs> we both did. We just haven't done anything about it. What are we on episode twenty nine? Oh, I think this is thirty. Wait, I don't know. I don't think it is. Is it not? I think it's 29. Oh, okay. If it's 29, then that's fine, because it's not like a landmark, even though I don't see any difference. Yeah, it's 29. It's 29. Okay, cool. It's 29. Hello, and welcome to episode 29 of the Moto Chronicles. Is that good? I think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're back. We're going to try and keep this going through the rest of the summer, even though we're both just going away for ages. What is, how long has it been since the last one now? Two weeks? 
Maybe. Where did we do that? Oh, in the car. That was on the. Yeah, it was that on was the, the way, truck. That was the truck cast. The truck cast on the way to Wheelers, which we actually listened to the other day a bit of with that phone conversation with Gary. <laughs> yeah, apologies for that. I think it was fine. It was I funny. can't believe how long he was on the phone for. I think we checked it. It was like eight minutes. Yeah, it was a bit long. But yeah, no. So we yeah we did that and then. Um, but then we had a weekend in Wales on the bikes, which was good. Oh, it was brilliant. Yeah. Really good, actually. Yeah. Apart from organisation. <laughs> Cheers, J-Boy. Yeah, nice one, MTV Trail Hub. But, um, oh, speaking of the Trail Hub, though, I'm just going to dive straight in. So Ooh. we're hopefully going to go up to Canada Heights, um, which is a little moto park. They've got a motocross track, a trials area um, where the SIG Cup club. It's a big motor, motocross track. Yeah. Like a, they, use, they do an um, <clears throat> MXGB round there. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I didn't know that. It's a big one. Yeah. It's quite a cool track. I think if you race, it's a really decent one. So yeah. Most people, if they do race, will know it. But So we're going to go up there on... Well, actually, we're hopefully going to go there Wednesday, but that's another one. But well, that's a different thing, but yeah. Up next for... Sunday on the 18th to go and watch old J-Bob. Yeah. So he's going to be on his CRF 450. I think his dad might be and might have entered too. On the Dax? <laughs> we should enter mm. enter on the cub that'd be cool but yeah I'm, I'm actually looking forward to that go and watch some racing go and hang out suss the vibe it's quite cool I've yeah. been to watch him before have you at yeah. Canada Heights yeah he quite because he, Jay's like really into it he quite likes like a spotter oh okay so there's a whoop section at the bottom before I don't know what it's like now but um I was like, Jay, I've noticed that everyone's doing like a jumping the line and they're doing like a three into a two into a whatever. Oh, so they're not like, oh, skipping okay, over cool. the top of the whoops. They're actually yeah. like doubling, tripling. Like. So he was, so I said that to him. And he was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll try it. And then he liked does it. it. So yeah. yeah, he's a real good rider on the motorcross bike and mountain bike. But It'll be fun. And um, <laughs> so yeah, hopefully, well, we don't know. Ryan might come along if he has a newborn or not. Have told him yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, no, he's keen. It just depends on the status of his new child yeah because i thought it was due around now it is due any time now yeah sure um so yeah if anyone else wants to come along yeah it's the 18th of june canada heights just come up be there yeah and then talking of that again on wednesday evening so the 14th is it gonna be the 14th this wednesday yeah fuck so 14th of June, they've got an evening trial practice thing at Canada Heights as well. So we're going to go, well, I think we're going to go and do that. <clears throat> do some evening trials. So we yeah, had oh. a bike night on Thursday. So we did yeah. some bits to make sure that could happen for Tomo. And yeah, then... basically after, after coming back from Margate from the Mallee Beach race, I'd noticed on the way back that my headlight wasn't working, <laughs> which is fine. Like made it back in daylight just. I had to get a few flashes like on the way home. Mm. I thought it was just because they liked the bike. But I like, had that the other day from, from that, yeah. from Thursday. People were flashing. Maybe people just like it. But I was like, why are they flashing at me? Because I have got a light on. Yeah. It's not that the full beam isn't very full beam. No, they must just love it. <laughs> also, I've figured out that. My, my headlight only works full beam. Oh, yeah. I think mine's just that as well. <laughs> So it doesn't work any other beam. But I think that's better because it's only six volts. So if it wasn't on full beam, it's like a fucking pissy little candle in the wind. So like, <laughs> yeah. I think that's fine anyway. So 
so yeah charlie was sorting got that headlight sorted out so it means i can <clears> ride <throat> gonna ride to work i think mm, on the wednesday on the wednesday do the normal wednesday thing come over to chazza's we'll convoy up there yeah and do some trials it'll be fun and we could do it so i could i could take the back off the truck if you want and we can just chuck both the bikes in the back mm. if, if i can get the car if Ooh, i can't yeah. get the car then i'll ride yeah well we'll just play it by ear but i'm happy to do either mm. um that would work yeah so yeah basically we've got an evening trial coming up next week which is i'm really looking forward to because hopefully this year will probably be the year of maybe my first long distance trial yeah it will be so um be good to get a bit of practice in on the 125 which would be nice um so yeah we've got a couple of bits to look forward to but yeah we had bike night at mine last thursday wait what day is it today saturday yeah so a couple of days ago yeah 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 um basically i i think yeah i'm breaching on like Three thousand miles on the trans app now since I've had it. So I was like, I was like, oh, it's time to give it a bit of love. Like it, I knew it needed the chain and sprocket replacing. <laughs> so that was, I think the word. Did you take? Did you put anything up? No, I've got on pictures. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it up alongside this podcast. Okay, cool. Because it's so bad. And it's got some good pictures of the before and afters. Um, it is literally like shark's teeth, like as fine as shark's teeth. Like I don't know how they hadn't snapped off. I think the word overdue comes to mind. Um, <laughs> Just like Dan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I don't know if anyone's going to get it, but it's fine. It's the corner of the sprocket. Yeah. It's the name of the new kid. Brian, we've just got it for you. <laughs> just sprocket. Trans out or trans out sprocket. Yeah. PBO6. <laughs> so, yeah, I had that kit ordered, which was pretty nuts, actually, because I knew it needed doing, and this was a while ago, and I was like, because I'm using it as my main form of transport and only form of transport. I was like, I'm just going to ring around a couple of like shops and just see what they're saying, like how much for the kit, how much have it fitted, just like out of pure curiosity sort of thing. So I thought about ordering the kit through the shop and just fitting it myself. And then I was like, oh, it can't be that much more for them to like fit it and stuff. And it was oh, like... Did you get quotes for fitting as well? Yeah, yeah. How much do you think? Well, just, to have it fitted? Yeah, just the cost of the fitting, not the cost of the kit. Oh, or a motorbike, where do you call Inter and Fastlane? And Fastlane, yeah. Jay didn't give me a quote from Fastlane though for oh, fitting, okay. he was just told me how much the kits would be. But how much do you think Inter wanted to charge for a chain and sprocket fitting on Trans Out? Well, I'm trying to like be logical, so you'd guess it's like 50 quid an hour, yeah. And for a pro, it wouldn't take any more than an hour, yeah. So 50 quid, so 50 quid, Hundy, what 100 quid they wanted, they wanted to charge 100 quid for fitting of a chain and sprocket kit. And then they're more expensive for the kits as well. Yeah, 200 quid for the kit. So it was going to be a 300 quid job. What? Yeah, so it was 200 quid for a chain and sprocket kit. And the process is like, literally, bike up on the stand, back wheel out, sprocket cover off, gear selector off, sprocket cover off. Make sure it's in gear first. Yeah. <laughs> sprocket on. Cut it Sprocket off. off, sprocket on, remove old chain. New sprocket on wheel, wheel back in. That is an app for someone that's proficient and they're on a proper lift at a workshop. I can't see that that's taken any more than an hour. This is where I find it really tricky now, though, because because we listen to other podcasts like Cleveland Moto and Motorcycles and Misfits, yeah. who we always mention. Like you hear like Miss Emma talking about 
stuff like that. the extra bits that they do as and well. it's just like well she does but yeah it's a, a it's a really tricky thing, thing yeah. because like someone like us who can at least give it a go yeah. it's like that's a lot of money mm. but like for them, the it's like and... they've got to make some money out of it so it's a really tricky they've, like, they've still got to pay the mechanic and stuff and because i mean my problem with places like that is the parts yeah how can we can buy the parts for the yeah. price we pay but they can't yeah it's uh, so it's always a markup and it's yeah. just like if like if if those shops it's like, almost like it's almost like us as consumers can buy parts for trade price online but yeah you're still subject to paying retail price if you call a shop yeah it's a bit weird so it's not like the shit i got was it was jt sprockets they're like branded sprockets yeah the chain i wasn't jtr I, what was what, it called Race. i can't i can't remember i hadn't heard of the brand of the chain but it looked decent like it was, yeah, it's it, fine. It was a no, it's gold it's gold which is obviously cool that makes it 10 times better but it felt like it was a heavy it's a heavy duty chain yeah yeah felt decent yeah and it wasn't ben <laughs> no the other one was like like a slinky but in the wrong direction in all directions it's in every direction but i, I think it probably would have slinkied down some stairs <laughs> but I, I i mean if a shop charged you like 150 yeah fitted i'd do it then you'd do it so they're gaining 150 quid for like an hour yeah or less than for them but 300 quid but I it's just... weird that, and then you might like go, oh you might just just chuck a service in yeah so 200 quid or something yeah but they're going straight in on the chain of sprockets for 300 you're like oh but then it, it, i find it's, it, it's, it's tricky because i'm not like oh they're mugging me off because i didn't feel that it's just more like I'm not prepared to part with that kind of money, whereas other people probably are. Well, lots and of people fine, And that's are. fine. But I was just, it was pure, out of, purely out of curiosity. I was just like, just going to see. But then, yeah, after doing some research, like, yeah, managed to find Chain of Sprocket gets quite reasonably priced. Yeah, I suppose it's the same with everything, though. Like today, like when you came here today, I was changing the universal yeah. joints on my rear, on the rear prop shaft of the truck. Yeah, of the Navara. The UJs cost eleven pounds each. Yeah, a new, a whole new prop would have cost like three hundred quid. Yeah, and then to have it done was probably slightly more. So it's still like a similar situation. Right? Yeah, most people aren't going to tackle their cars, but a bike. I feel like if you own motorcycles, especially older ones, mm. you kind of have to be into doing the maintenance. Yeah. Because it's weird as well. Like a lot of shops won't even work on bikes that are like over ten years old. Yeah, but a chain and sprockets they can do one. You'd think so, but some places like aren't even bothered because mm. they're that busy. It's almost like their way of selecting. Well, but, I, I hope they are busy because I want them to stay open. Yeah, same. But um, oh, the lights have just come on over there. Yeah, we haven't we haven't spread them out there. Ah, just a big cluster in <laughs> yeah. the tree. Um. So anyway, yeah. So after a bit of consideration, I was like, right, I'm just going to order the kit. And Which cost you how much out of ninety something quid? So that's for the chain and sprocket. Yes, it was, so it was it just been over two hundred quid to have it fitted. Yeah, it was just under a hundred <laughs> quid. That's a lot of money. That's so a lot considering have... like the chain and sprocket kit on the XL was like thirty quid or something. No, but I mean like oh. so as an example, you bought this chain and sprocket set for ninety quid. Yeah, we fitted it. Yeah, and it took us a few hours, if that. Yeah, <clears throat> like. How many miles are you gonna get out of it? At least ten thousand, probably. Mm. So that's like if you spent three hundred quid, you've got thirty thousand miles. Yeah. Out of the same price. Yeah. So that's why 
I don't get it. Mm. I mean, I'm, yeah, I don't know because I don't own a motorcycle shop. No, and I get, yeah, it is tricky. But anyway, so got got that ordered, got that fitted. That was like the main priority because basically every time I was riding to work, I was like, please don't. Oh, do you, how does it feel? Because we haven't spoken about that. Way better. Can you feel the just no? It's just, just it's just instant. Like yeah, it's honestly like I knew. Thing is, it's not like I'm an idiot. Well, I am, but like <laughs> you could hear it. I knew it was shot before. I was just being that classic dickhead. I was just like, oh, I'm, I'll yeah, change it's it. money, though, isn't it? It's money. It's basically the main thing. It's just like, I'll change that next month. I'll change that next month. And then yeah. I was like, okay, enough's enough. Like, it's got to, it got to go. <laughs> but yeah, every time I was running to work, I was like, please don't snap. Please don't snap. I just, I just knew it was just so far gone. Yeah. And I was just like, I tightened it as much as I could. Like, it was <laughs> out of adjustment. It was just, it, you couldn't do anything else. And you know, like when your chain's so loose. You can feel it jumping off the front sprocket. It's like, yeah. it was just oh, no. like, oh my god! But um, it's like a different bike. It's amazing. Like the power delivery is just, just instant. Like, it's just there's no like chain slap. There's no like it jumping off. There's no that weird like you know you get when the vibrations come through the foot pegs when it's so fucked. It's like none of that. <laughs> and it's just so much smoother. It's crazy. It's crazy how much difference it is. But you know, I was telling you about the super pinion sprockets yes um for the trans app so basically in a lot of the um owners groups on facebook for the trans apps it's a really hot like point of conversation hot topic hot topic of debate uh amongst trans app owners like old ones like mine like first gens for these chain and sprocket kits because they're old machines and because of what people do on them, like commute and adventure riding and like big trips and stuff, it's they're all mileage. really, really high mileage. Mm. And so there's a lot of chat about the output shaft being really worn because obviously if you're shit at adjusting your chain tension, you do it too tight or like just just sheer mileage, it just it can really fuck the spline. Yeah. So anyway, people talk about these super pinion sprockets, which are like much deeper. Yeah, what does it do? So. From what I interpret, I could also be really wrong. They're a lot deeper, so they kind of like house the whole of the output shaft as opposed, oh, okay. as opposed so to a... Yeah, yeah. So like if you've mangled your output shaft in that like whatever, 10 to 20 mil, that the normal sprocket size, really if, you, if you've got like a 40 mil sprocket yeah. depth. Yeah, because your it, ones have got, they're quite thick anyway. Yeah, Because you've deep. got the additional, so you've got the actual sprocket, yeah. the width of those teeth, as in like... Or the depth of those teeth, yeah, it? plus an extra piece, yeah. So but, they're even bigger than that, yeah. Right. And they're also, from what I've read, they're a super tight fit. So like the spacing oh, right. in between the splines, so you hammer it on. You literally have to like press it on almost. Okay. But then, so there's a lot of people that are like, yeah, just use that, and it will save your output shaft, which is like obviously major work if you need to get that replaced. Yeah, yeah, it's putting the cases. Yeah, um, but then. Other people are like, no, that's the worst idea ever. It's going to fuck your output shaft because it's so tight and you hammered it on its single use. So once it's done, yeah, you have fucked your output. Once you've put it on there, oh, you yeah. fucked it. So then if you're only going to get, say you only get 10,000 miles out of your super pinion sprocket, then where do you stand? And then again, you get all the, like, you, like you said. But then like, it spreads the wear. Exactly. And then there's also chat, like I was reading today, like some people were like, oh yeah, like you're like, as we were discussing when we fitted mine, like you're supposed to have a bit of free play on yeah, that yeah. front sprocket, whereas these super pinions are like because they're just on there. It's almost like yeah. you don't get any of that. Yeah. So it, it 
some people are like it mangles it more and then other people are like no no no, it's not so again i don't know because i haven't used it or seen the results so but there's no answer no but in a to sum up like i'm happy that i didn't go for that option because i feel like i suppose that like you can just keep using the standard and then if it does get fucked which it isn't then you could maybe move to the super thing yeah it's going to slide on the other bit yeah so you've got time Whereas but yeah so my... I, don't know, I can't see why the other one would would be a problem for the whole thing though, no but so yeah my trans out has now done like closing in on forty eight thousand miles but that's good though which is fine it doesn't ride like a haggard beast it rides just normal mm. from what i could feel anyway i need to ride geordie's and compare actually yeah that's a good point but um they're known for like going around the clock so yeah and i'm yeah, I do wonder actually. That's a really good shout. Like to have a feel on two different bikes of the same motor. You should probably before you do that. We'd sign a disclaimer so George doesn't <laughs> like sue me of all my money when I, <laughs> no, I when say, I rev it past five thousand. I was going to say um, <laughs> you should get your like do it after your shock's done. Yes, because his is a little bit higher than yours. Yeah. So you know you get a real feel because it should be the same. Yeah. His did feel quite tight, actually, now you say that, though, mm. when I rode it. I only rode it for, like, five seconds. But... Yeah. Although I didn't, I haven't ridden yours on the road still. Yeah, true, actually. I've only ridden yours We should have done that the other day from the brewery. I should have just let you ride it home. That would have been better. Yeah, well, I was going to, I did think about riding it just even from the petrol station. Just oh, yeah. Order, and I just thought, oh, well, just next time, there. we'll just make sure that happens. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, I got that done, and then... Yours was good off-road, though, I keep saying it, but it was real good. I just love it. Do you know what tyres George has got? They're just some shite ones, I think. Not off-roady ones? No, they are. They've got a few knobs, but they're not anything I recognise. Right, okay. But they'd be fine if you wanted to do like a bit of green lately. Yeah, well, I was just thinking about if there's another quarry day you get George out. He should just come up. I just really loved riding your bike. Yeah. Because it felt... Because when you look at your bike, if you actually look at it from the side and ignore all the fairings, which is massive... It's just like the same thing. You can see where the forks come up. Yeah. It's the same as the stripped down Dommy. That's why I was having a look earlier when I came yeah. over and I just dived straight in the shed. I was just like yeah. trying to suss it out. But it's just, yeah, the thing that's scary about yours is it looks massive yeah. because it's got so much all the, stuff. All the fairing and the like rack. Giant seat, yeah, yeah. rack, like huge fairing. Top box all the time for commuting. Yeah, whereas it isn't. Yeah, it's really annoying because I, I like the top box being on there because oh, yeah. I use it fucking loads. Oh, the top box is great. And I way prefer it to wearing a backpack. But when I, if I'm out for like a pleasure ride with Claire or whatever, I just take it off and it just looks so much better. I'm just like, oh, it's so <laughs> annoying. Like, but, um, Doesn't she lean on it? What, the top box? Yeah. Oh, well, when she's on the back? Yeah. She has a little backrest. Yeah. yeah. She stick some, stick a pillow on that. Yeah. <laughs> a little cush. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so, yeah, I just wanted to give that a bit of love, really, because I've been using it loads, but yeah. I'm still absolutely loving it. When I get back from work, I'm just like, oh, so good. Like, and when I get to work, you know that feeling where you like, take your helmet off, you're just like, oh, so good. Yeah, it's a nice ride you've got as well. Yeah. Um, so I also was like, right, it's time for a service. Like, the guy who had it before said it had just been serviced when it had its MOT, and it had barely done any miles. So technically, it's, yeah, it was about 3,000 miles since its last service. Mm. But I'm a bit like, was it actually or was it not? And also, I've been running it in fucking loads. So I was like, it's one of those things. Like, it's never a bad thing to do at service anyway. So. Exactly. So I was just like, I'm just going to get that done. And I needed to get oil for Have it. Have you done that then? No. So that was the plan for the bike night. Yeah. So I was like, oh, we'll just do that all. 
then the fucking shit didn't arrive. So, but it arrived the following day. Oh, did it? Yeah. So, Classic. yeah. V twin, four spark plugs to change. Oh, yeah. You're changing the sparkies as well. Yeah. I just thought, get it done. Fill in. Yeah. Very easy to accept, access. Find out. Yeah, I haven't even looked. I can see two of the leads just normal without even removing any fairing from the front. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, so yes, four spark plugs, just standard oil filter, air filter. Yeah, we know where that is as well. Yeah. Um, and then some fresh oil. Cool. And that's kind of it. So, I just thought, get that done because I needed fresh oil for the 125 as well, anyway. Yeah. So, I've been all that off, put fresh in after cleaning the centrifugal filter which you need to do how do you say it do you say it like that Centri- centrifugal or centrifugal oh shit funny isn't i probably it? would have said centrifugal yeah i think that's what i normally say because claire's landy's got one as well td5s have got that. have they yeah easily accessible really easy oh yeah yeah because i changed it in the last service it didn't oh, did that. You? yeah centrifugal or centrifugal yeah. i think i said centrifugal <laughs> is it american to say centrifugal no idea. Oh, who knows? Aluminum. Yeah. Oh, Chaz has left the building. But um, so yeah, basically Thursday bike night consisted of a bit of that. Although I was kind of hoping that at some point this summer we might get out to one of the Drake's bike nights that we've spoke about before, but we've just missed every one. And I don't know if we're even going to get to the next one. I know, we missed this one, didn't we? Yeah, but we missed the one before that one as well. I don't think I'm here for the next one. That's what I mean. I don't think, I think, so you're not here for the... the How long does it last? It's just summer, I think, October till October. Oh, we'll get the September one. Probably not, not before. It's just going to have to be the September one. I think it is. And then everyone will be bored of it. Ah, oh, but anyway, yeah. So that was that, really. And then, what? What did you finish on Thursday? Yeah, just just summed up on the bike night, and it was good to get another one in. Yeah, I also had to check my rear light as well because that wasn't working. Oh yeah, shit! So I just fiddled <laughs> around with the cables, and it worked. I thought I was like, oh, you know, if it's fucked, then I've got a backup idea because <laughs> I've got the old light off of the um, the one two five from France. So I was like, right, perfect, got a fresh light unit. Well, not fresh, far from fresh, actually. <laughs> Probably a bit rooted. But Cheers, they're wrong. Yeah. Um, I was like, yeah, that's fine, because they're both six volts. So I was like, oh, yeah, that'll be fine. Try it. Yeah, just like rummaging through my fucking cardboard box of bits. And I was like, where is it, where is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, I found it. Like, pop the lens off. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit, 12 it's got a 12-volt bulb in it. And I was like, no wonder it doesn't fucking work. Well, I did put it in, and it was like showing some signs of life. It had a bit of. Bit so of I am. I had. I have thought about it since. I'm wondering if I just didn't have the bulb pushed in fully, <laughs> or if it just got rattled out of the beat trace. Yeah, or maybe. But... That's always the thing with these old bikes, though, isn't it? It's just something stupid like that could just literally like yeah. rattle it loose. Like... Well, they, but then the brake light still doesn't work. Oh yeah, so when you press to press the brake, it the light comes Any out. Brake. The light, yeah, it cuts out. I almost think that's better though. It's almost more dramatic. And then my, yeah, my someone's Lord. following me. Like, oh, the light's gone off. Where are they? And then they, they're worried. All I was thinking was, I'm really glad this bike is MOT exempt because <laughs> I'd be screwed. Shit, yeah. So we've it's it we've got MOTs to deal with soon. I think that's probably. going to I've be... got the carb MOT up. Well, that's expired, isn't it? Mm. 
Do Inter do MOTs, by the way? Ah, they must do. Because I need to sort. So basically, we're now into MOT season, it seems, because you've got the oh, cup. When's the the SR's done? It needs an MOT. Oh, the SR needs an MOT, but the XL September. So basically, it's oh, like, September's okay. Well, it is, but if you think about it, it's like the cup needs one, the SR needs one, then the XL needs like. When's the transat? Oh, not to November. November, so it's still this side of the season. Oh, but no, no, but the transats. I honestly think it's fine. Is it? All you have to do is make sure the lights work. Forks aren't fucked. And that's it. It's basically like lights and a horn. But then the, the one, two, five, the horn didn't even work. And they were like, yeah, it's oh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Where was that? Barsley. It's just classic. But that one does. Oh, no, that's why it doesn't have an MOT. Yeah. I think the cub one works. But then I saw people. change the stalks on them. I saw people on the, at the beach race with those just like battery operated horns just like little bar mounted ones yeah yeah so like well simon used to have a fucking squeezy horn yeah on his sv yeah just Just give it one of them but um yeah so we've got a bit to crack on with and i just when we got the xl at the tw and mot for fuck's sake (laughs) that thing needs to run first let's have an update on that anyway no update. I haven't touched it. Still in the shed. That's the update. Still in the shed. Haven't touched it. Need to tune up. And an MOT. And tune a, up first. And a refresh. And then it's for sale. I was really If hoping, anyone wants a T-Dub 125, then hit us up. I was really hoping to get it done before I go camping. Perfect Malay machine. Perfect Green Lane machine. Perfect commuter. Really reliable bike. Good upgrade for anyone who's previously owned an SR125. Exactly. <laughs> Same engine. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was sort of a deadline. Camping. Yeah. For MOTs. Yeah. Oh, shit, because you're taking days. the Cub. No, no, that's fine. I'm, I'm, but it needs an MOT. Yeah, I'm pretty certain the Cub's going to pass an MOT. Oh, no, it will, but it needs to get it sorted. But I'm, it's the T-Dub. Yeah. I wanted it gone before the summer because it's like prime season for it. Yeah. Plus also um, the old um, Tiger Cub chat comes up because... Does. Freeing <laughs> up some space and I, I've been umming and ahhing about it because I really, like, I like 150% want it. Oh, it's 200%. But I just like, it's the money now because I'm, again, talking about moving, which we've spoken about. Yeah. Um, to a new potential 1800 customs workshop studio space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, yeah, money. So I was chatting to Tomo earlier on. I was panicking. I was going to have to sell the XL 250 because I just don't Absolutely want to sell not. Yeah. I'd rather sell the Domi than that at the moment. That bike um, can't be sold. But then I was thinking about it more and more, and I was like, well, wait a minute. If I do sell the carb, which, I, again, I don't want to sell, yeah. and it's not 100%, but if I did sell the Honda carb and then the T-Dub, then that's more than enough to put towards the Tiger carb. Yeah. Plus a little bit of time loan from Uncle Ted. And I just could yeah, be there. to say so, a bit of extra bumps. I think I've just always wanted one. Since, since I've ever like ridden his... You've just already like, got the Tiger and, Cub Bible. Yeah, exactly. But also, I just love the older thing. And it's yeah. like a 61 or something. The train. Oh, yeah. 61. Like, pretty cool. It's very cool. And it just opens up that door of doing all the vintage twin shop trials as well. 
and everything else like the long distance trials and just riding it i really want to take it to france cruise it around the mountains like because ted wouldn't do that on his so yeah yeah there's some figuring out to do there but i think well obviously the t-dub's got to go but i've got to fuck it out as usual and then yeah the cub is possibly on the line but i just don't know yet i keep changing my mind like constantly but yeah bongos oh is it what are you back for a little break I think someone did have a dirty shit in there before. <laughs> Definitely David. Do you reckon? There was some nasty... Well, it did smell not ideal. Yeah, I think it's David. <laughs> Thanks, David. He's just tempted by all the nasty smells today. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, the tiger cub, going back to that just quickly. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it's waiting on registration, but I'm hoping to also ride it at the evening trial on Wednesday because mm. I think that would be really cool just to get a feel for it. Because I'd love... Definitely scope for that. All of Ted's other bikes. So, yeah. Also, it's good at this stage as well to be able to give it a ride and then be like, oh, can it be like this? Or like maybe do this? Like if it, it needs definitely needs some it, riser bars. If it needs a tweak or something, you can... Mm. Wow. Check the positioning of the pegs and the levers and all that shit because it's a total peg. bespoke build so it's a bit like there's so many bits that could be changed yeah to your requirements as such it's definitely riser bars 100 percent because it's yeah. quite low at the front so i noticed that on that one of those ones we rode at the quarry yeah, the day first one that first time up quarry day my wrists were just fucked because it was so like yeah all my weight was over like yeah, hardly yeah. any weight like a sports bike yeah so, um, but yeah, that was pretty mad. So, like, quick update on the Malay as well. So, Ooh. we've got the Malay Mile coming up. Which is the, the headline event, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. So, that's in, well. It's going to come around quick. Basically, it's what we now, first week of June, done. Yeah. I'm going off it's to on... France at the end of June. Yeah, I'm for... going away. You're so going it's away. it's 20th of July. July, isn't it? And then by the time I get back, it's like a week or two weeks. And then just there. But I, th I think, yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it a lot. I'm hyped. But we've been, like, I don't know what the word is. Is it let down or is it? Probably not let down. We've just disappointed. been. Disappointed. Where's the crew? So there's no crew. So Brother George is not coming. Boo. <laughs> yeah, pussy. Yeah, <laughs> Um. George Kramer Todd isn't coming. Rhino can't come because he's a new baby. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, it's not fair from either of the Georges. No. And then Dougie Doug, boy. Dougie boy is not coming anymore. Wait, when, when's his when's his party thing? His family fest is the weekend before. So we're just gonna have to hassle him. Yeah, but it'll be too late because I would have said that. Be, oh. Then oh. Um, I'm, I'm still hoping that Howard's gonna come. Um, so I need to. This is Doug's brother, Howard, Phoebe's cousin, not Howard from Goat Who has a mad, like, well, share. Yeah, what, a, does he, what does he it's do? It's called Honda Spares on eBay. I think we have spoken about it. Is that him? Honda I look Spares. at loads of his shit. I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, he's, he does that. Um, I'm, I want him to come. Like, he should come. He's just uh, going 
I don't know if he's going through it yet, but it's, it's happening. He's going through a divorce, so he should come to the mat like prime. It's prime divorce territory, isn't free it? Free agent, like come and race bikes all weekend. Race bikes, party hard, repeat. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it, it, isn't it? It's like the whole weekend. It's just <laughs> fucking. Camp. It's brilliant. Woods poos. Yeah. So he, I need to get him to come, and then um, who else was going to come? Oh, isn't coming. You uh Oh, it's not about who was or wasn't. I just. I know. I was talking to Leroy. Not about, about Leroy coming, and also I thought Tom and Stan were talking about potentially coming. They're not now. Well, I just don't know. They They're should. Not... Yeah, I know. It's one of those things. I don't think people know what it is until you go, and then when yeah. you go, you're just like, oh, this is what it's about. But yeah, so Leroy from the Mean and his brother Connor, and hopefully their dad. Oh, that would be funny. keen to come. Connor's got an old Beamer, like an old one. He's like cafe racers. Fucking what are they doing? I know. And then his be? dad's got a Honda Bros, which we've spoken about previously. Yeah, cafe racers. And then Leroy, I can't remember what he's got, but he's um, got a CBR, didn't he? I can't remember something like that, or a CBF, or a. It was like a mid, like a something. midweight, like a six hundred kind of style. Yeah, I think yeah. so. But anyway, he could just come anyway. He could ride it on the road bit. Just come wherever. Just fucking. They'd just, both. Just be they'd there. all love it. Thing is, I think it's one of those events where you'd have a good time if you're not racing anyway. Mm. And like, because we're going to have our bikes as well, and the amount of scrambles that we we got so many scrambles in. Yeah, I think didn't they say they're only doing like three this? No, I just so did. You get the email recently? What today? Was it today? Yeah, this morning. Did you read this morning's? Bless you. I sort of did. But not really. Yeah, so they sent an email out today. Um, just like saying, like, make sure you do your fucking what's his chops. Racer registration. Well, I hate reading that because it makes me think I haven't done it. I know. But I know I have. I'm, well, I don't know if I have, though. Cause it, like, what? <laughs> I thought I was like, oh, I'm just going to do it straight away when I do the application. But then I was like, have I done it? I, I submitted the... Then I was like, me. I could probably just do it twice. Like, Yeah, true. I've, I've gone for the XL, and then I used the SV as a picture, but yeah. I've actually like, put the dummy. So yeah, it says this year is set to be better than ever with more races, oh. more track time, more scrambles. Oh, really? Yeah, and lots more two-wheel action. So I was just thinking even like about like Claire, like... You can just be like, after we've done a couple of scrambles, you can just be like, oh, she can just jump on the 125 and go for a ride with you. And stuff like that. So even if... People... Yeah, but she could... That's why, like, it's probably better for us to take something else, like the Tiger Cub. Yeah, true. So if that's around, Tiger She could just too. ride that or the Tiger Cub. She could ride the one, the 125 and I could ride that or, yeah, like, yeah, or whatever. So she's got, like, a more off-roady yeah. bike. <clears throat> Unless we're taking the dolly, but then same thing. She can ride the one to five. You can ride that. I'll ride the dolly. When are we going to get the dolly out of bed? <laughs> I don't know. Because it could be ridden as a bones bike for the matter. Yeah, literally. Doesn't matter, does it? No, not at all. But still got to be running. Got that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't actually thought about that until I just said it. Needs to come out of the shed. I just. Yeah, but, like... no, but I mean, it could be ridden as a bones bike. Oh yeah, too easy. All that needs to happen is the tank needs to be cleaned and the wiring put back on. Yeah. Get done. That is possible. What's next Thursday? Oh, shit. Are we going to Jazz? Mm. Maybe, but I still need to prioritise getting rid of the T-Dub as well. Oh, shit. I know. 
Because I are the exhaust. That's another problem. Of the T dub. No, of the Domi. But did we like no, set it we up? We set it up with the original, like yeah, we just did. Like did a couple of tabs on the rear hoop and just yeah, we did. Just oh, gave it the fucking it's an absolute dirt, dirt machine. It would be because we be... even got that seat to fit, didn't we? Yeah, the brown one. Yeah, yeah. And the exhaust was just. I, I can't remember if we made those tabs or if those tabs or if Dougie put the tabs on. Or... Mm. It was just it was, for the exhaust. It was a bit like how's it going, but like yeah, it was fine. Well, we could make it happen. Really want to see it running. Yeah, me too. And I want to ride it. Just bolt a headlight onto it anyway. There's no headlight required at Mallet. I know. Well, get the, I'm not the only one. Oh, there's number board. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. I can't remember where we started. It'd be good to get Leroy and Connor. And yeah, I think, we were just getting hyped. I think we were just getting hyped on the Mallet because it's coming up really quick now. Yeah, well, uh. but it's yeah, it's going to be. It's not like I thought after last year. Like brother George would definitely come back. I thought Kramer Todd might come because we always talk about it and so yeah. much of a good time we have. I thought Dougie was going to come and his mates and Howard. So that, I thought it was going to be a big old crew. Big. But the only thing I'm thinking about is if no one else comes, like. We'll we'll have to hang out with other people so we could get to know like Harry and um, the guy, the petrol wizard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I started like, following him. Julian yeah. um, and all that lot a bit more. I was actually just thinking about cutting laps in the trees. Yeah, I really want to do that. Yeah. I'm so keen for it. That was so like it's been mentioned in previous casts, like way back when. But basically, there's this area in the camping area where there's like a tree area. So many areas. <laughs> and um, it's like, it's really random. Cause it's I like, hope they don't ban it. It's, nah. it's like a huge, huge, like fucking field, like camping field, just like yeah. massive green paddies everywhere. <laughs> and then there's like just this random area of trees, like in the middle, but like big trees. Like perfect size and area. But like a, for, a for like a mini track. And it's. But it gets rutted in so well that, like, the more it gets ridden, it's like it just turns into like bangs. It's kind of sandy. Yeah, it's like this dirt, like real, real fine dirt, like sandy yeah, dirt. Yeah. But the more it got ridden, it was like, yeah, like basically banked berms. But they <laughs> like were mini ones. Yeah, mini ones. But they were all snaky. Like it was literally like left, right, left, right, big sweeping, left, left, right, left. Like yeah, it was yeah. just mental. Like really good and i just want to session that way more because i think we only did a few laps in there yeah i was quite pissed when we were doing some laps in there as well <laughs> i was just like flip-flops on oh yeah pluggers on these looks like crocs yeah crocs are actually prime for riding in <laughs> bit of toe protection yeah. they're fine prime for mangled toes yeah no not mangled toes that's the point well yeah because they're yeah they're quite flimsy aren't they <laughs> Oh, they're good. I'm going to war in a pair of those. Steel toe cut Crocs. Yeah. You know the safety, you know the work Crocs, they do, the commercial ones? <laughs> what, like this? With holes in? No, no holes. So they do like workwear ones, like professional Crocs. Like <laughs> professional chef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like chefs wear them in kitchens and stuff. Like clogs and like nurse, yeah, yeah. nurses wear them and shit. So they don't have any of the holes. Are they actually Crocs? Or just... They're Crocs. They're the brand of like same manufacturer. Oh, really? But they don't have the holes and shit. 
they're actually the rubber that they use to make them is of a higher grade. <laughs> <laughs> they're actually more durable. <laughs> I just so, found that really funny. That's so funny. I know. <laughs> they got motorcycle Crocs. Um, I just like the stand ones, a bit more air, like air cooled Crocs. <laughs> they are, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> but um, so I'm looking forward to that tree area again. Anyway, but yeah, I hope it's there. Yeah. The, but the question is, like, do you camp there or not? I think it'd be a bit much. I prefer camping away and like turning up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's quite cool when you just rock up there, though. You just like, remember that night, though, because the, the first night they went a bit mental. They were doing burnouts on the roofs of vans and like racing all night, <laughs> yeah. which we missed. Yeah, and then we so we went back there the day. Was because we were partying down at the tent. Yeah, and they there was like doing a secondary it. party up there. Yeah, and we missed it. Yeah, because we, we were riding around like, where is everyone? Yeah. Oh yeah, we just kept doing the cutting laps, just like where in the dark. It? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, no, that's good. So, hey, anyway, so to change change kilter a little bit, you know, we'd spoke about before doing like some pods up at the Oakley Garage in May oh, yeah. in Maystone. Have mm. you seen? Do you like keep up to date with their kind of like goings on or whatever? What, they're updating the showroom. Yeah. So, have you seen anything of it? Mm, what in real life or in? No, 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 just like do you know what's going on there? They've got some no, updates. No. So they've they've taken on a new unit. Right. quite a big unit what a different place yeah an additional not not instead of so like as well as right so they're keeping the same one they've got but then they've taken on another one right guess what manufacturer they're going to be dealing with as a dealership they already do zero so they've taken on this new showroom specifically just for this manufacturer hmm i'm trying to think i'm gonna get it right so I'm guessing Royal Enfield. Are you? That so? That's what I would. I guessed. But it's not them. BSA. It's not them either. Mm. Well, Laguna's already got Triumph and Honda. Yeah. And KTM. Yeah. And lots of Kawasaki's and Yamahas and Suzuki's. What's left? Oh, it's weird. Is it not usual? Husqvarna? No, that's good. No, it's it's something you've already mentioned. Oh, really? Yeah. Which I it caught me way off guard as well. What is it? <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna be a massive Yamaha dealer. Oh, really? Yeah. That's random. It's crazy. So I guess the Guna wasn't massive, but no, they, they still they barely had any. But I think because they've opened that new Triumph branch on Forstall Road. Oh, is that what it is? By the the, the cool building yeah, next, next to, to HD, Harvey. yeah. That's Triumph. It's open now. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's really cool. I haven't been in, but from the outside, when I drive past, it looks massive, and it feels like a real hub when you're driving past. Like you've got Harley, Triumph, Honda. Yeah, it's quite cool. Like, yeah, I wonder what the Harley like thought of that because I just think it can it's only attached be... to it, isn't it? Yeah, I just think it can only be good. It's like just get all the motorcyclists in one area. Just yeah, like... yeah. So Oakley are taking on Yamaha because they do a lot of Chinese bikes. Loads of like the um, CF Moto, and your handways. Yeah, like and then that like is that Moto Marini? I think they stopped that as well. Yeah, but the Chinese version. Yeah. Um, the so what, where's the other warehouse? Do you know? Still in the same bit, like Parkwood, up in that industrial estate. It's separate. Separate. Yeah, very separate. Because they've got that massive Ferrari thing there as well. Yeah. It? Yeah, there's loads. Yeah, I just thought it was quite interesting. Hmm. 
But are they redoing the whole? Do you know on they put an Instagram post up of um, like saying we're redoing the showroom? So they've got this like tiny area at the front which they're using. But is that like the original one as well, or are they just doing the whole? Do you that know? that I don't know. Yeah, just because Howard knows the owner really well because they used to. They you know, oh, he knows they, the owner really well. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, Paul. Ooh. So did you know he endorse it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he. So basically, they where we are now, the, the brewery, yeah, the unit opposite, which is a used car garage, used to be Oakley Car and Classic. Oh, right, okay. So they started just doing that, and then when they branched out into doing motorcycles, and he did, became a Lex Moto dealer, yeah, out of there. Wasn't there one opposite as well? Opposite, you know, where you exit the brewery and go yeah. across the road. There was an Oakley over there. So yeah, that was them because right. they basically he opened the bike branch. And started dealing with Lexmoto, and it went nuts. Like you couldn't believe the amount of volume he was doing through Lexmoto. Like they were, they were really popular. Interesting. Which is why he had to expand. Mm-hmm. Um, but because they'd been opposite for for ages, like Howard kind of knows him pretty well. Yeah, yeah, okay. So we kind of keep up to date a little bit with what's going on. But yeah, basically, if we wanted to do like podcasty bits up there, I still think it's a quite a cool. Yeah, little venue. Well, I still want to do this project pit stop thing. Yeah, so like I was hoping. I was hoping to. So when I, I was just down in Dorset. Oh yeah, so you went to the. And I went to Espon Vintage. Are you going for a piss? No. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh Christ. So. Yeah, I was just down last weekend. I think it was last weekend. Um. Yeah, down. We went to a wedding in Southampton, me and Claire. And then we went on to. Uh, yeah, we were going to the Isle of Purbeck, which is funny. It's called an island, but it's kind of not, but it kind of is as well. Anyway, on the way, we were going <laughs> through pool. Yeah, boy. And uh, we had loads of time. Yep. And. Uh, I kind of suggested, I was like, oh, we're going to be going through. Like, I'd quite like to go and check out Espon Vintage, like at Standing Pool Harbour. Looked on the map and it was like not even a diversion. It was just like just duck in sort of thing. So no. I was like, Did yeah. you go over the crazy bridge? No. What, the, the that like, yeah. the spinnaker one, the scissor thing. No, we saw it go up and down though, which was quite cool. Oh, did you? Um, it was mad. I was a bit like, we pulled up, we were driving in and obviously we were in the landing because we were loaded up for camping and shit. And like the sign for Espon is like, an A4 piece of paper just oh, really? up on this fucking like, wall and it's like really narrow you put this butt through a boatyard because it's right literally yeah, in the yeah. harbour and I was a bit like oh, I don't know if we're going to like if you just drive down there like I don't really see there's going to be any parking down there so we didn't bother anyway managed to get like on street parking in Pool Harbour for like two hours for free I was just like this fucking mental nice. anyway slung it in there went down and I was like really looking forward to it I was just like oh, this is going to be really cool like go in, have a look, like check out some bikes and stuff. It was just no bikes. I was just like, what the fuck is this? Like walked around, like idyllic location, like Mm. really cool. So this is, for those that don't know, this is the Espon Vintage Workshop and Cafe, which is, yeah, in Pearl Harbor. And the guy who set it up and runs it is Titch Cormack, who had a series on BBC, um, it was just called the speed shop was it or yeah i think so yeah um and 
so yeah, he's done a couple of custom builds, and he actually does a fair bit of racing. Like he does quite a bit of, of like a few events, enduro style, vintage mm. motocross style, that kind of thing, kind of stuff. We're into, is that really. Mali as well? Yeah, um, yeah, and he has this little kind of cafe and event space. So I was like, well, it would be rude not to swing in, and I was expecting it to be quite like bike shed style so like yeah. a few bikes on display or like a little bike parking area to go and have a look and mm-hmm. this and that and it was just like none of that i was a bit like oh what day did you saturday was the wedding sunday on a sunday i was like sunday's bike day like there'd yeah, be like is. a meet or something but then i was like did they meet early and then go for a ride what time did you get there like late morning maybe like 11 or something Hmm. I was just I expecting it to be like fucking frothing with bikes. Yeah, yeah. There were two bikes parked outside. Hmm. And then I thought I was... you were going to say that you went on a Wednesday or something. No, and then like went in and Titch was there like scoffing a full English. And I was like, I'm not going to go and chat because like I wouldn't want to be interrupted if I was having a plate of hot breakfast. So Anyway, like it's cool, like cool area. Like it's all like the decor's really nice and like it's, yeah. a, it's a cool space. Went through to the back to the shop, which was quite minimal but like fine and i was just like where the fuck are all the bikes it's just really weird like why are there no because i'd like seen he'd obviously done a few mm. builds on the speed shop like on the tv program and then like on the insta and shit yeah yeah and then like i saw there was this area there was like some two doors that said like staff only and i was like, well, I'm just obviously just gonna have a quick look so just like kind of like <laughs> peek, peeked through and then all the bikes are in there and i was like I just find that really weird. Like I thought it was going to be a full like open workshop and you could like walk around the stands and see the bikes and like if people were spannering on the bikes you could just kind of be around it. It was just all totally separate. And I was just a bit like, ah, oh. mm, weird. I was just constantly think I always think when I have experiences like that, I'm just like, oh, if I was doing this, I'd do it like this. And also, why did I come? Because I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah, but then I don't mind because it was like you don't know until you go. And it was really funny because we just sat, I'd like felt a bit bad for just turning up and not doing it. I was like, oh, I'm just going to get a coffee anyway because it was like you know, mm. mid, mid-morning and we'd had a fairly big one at the wedding before. So it was like fancy a coffee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was so funny, like went in and I didn't really know if anyone was working or not because there were like just a few people hanging out and this bird was hanging outside like a bit like Tracy. She was just there <laughs> yeah. in this like vest top and denim shorts just smoking darts and I was just like... <laughs> She was like, oh, do you want anything? And I was like, oh, I just came for a bit of a sass, like, whatever. And then I was like, oh, actually, yeah, I want a coffee. And she's like, oh, yeah, well, what can I get you? And I was like, oh, can you do a double espresso? She was like, what's that? And I was like, really? I was like you fucking kidding? Like, <laughs> like, I'm, like, that's not that, that's not an abnormal order. <laughs> and then, like, Titch was just like mouthful of hash brown and beans. Like, I just, like, said her what to do, like, on the machine. And I was just like, <laughs> this is so weird. No, I think I think Claire was put off by the fact that she didn't know what a double espresso was. She didn't want to order a coffee, so she just had a softy. But like, oh really? Yeah, it was quite funny. <laughs> anyway, yeah. sat outside and like had a drink. It was well nice because it was really peaceful and like literally the the port is just there. Yeah, the harbour bit. So we just we were just like it was basically like people watching on steroids. So it was like mad boats going boats like, everywhere. Boats going up and down. Like the bridge was going up and stuff. And then we actually afterwards walked to the like RNLI bit and they had like a really sick old Range Rover that was like all lifted and shit. Oh, really? Yeah, it was really cool. Um, so that was cooler than the 
Literally. <laughs> yeah, the R&LI Range Rover was more more what I remember. Oh, no. But, um, yeah, I was just a bit like, oh, why don't you just have all the bike? Why are they tucked away behind doors? Like, Yeah. What do you think? Like, I would have thought there'd be some bikes out. Like, like, least... When you go to the bike shed and you can like, have a look and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because there's bikes around. Yeah, I just found you've it... got bikes in the shop. Just yeah, I just found it weird. Mm. But anyway, whatever. Just doesn't matter. But it was still cool. But anyway, so and um, that's where they host the Project Pit Stop Moto Socials once a month, which again is so far from us. It's, we can't really justify going now. No, it'd um, be cool to go one day. How long is the drive though? Well, like two and a bit hours. Okay, it's not really not bad. It's not a ride though, is it? Right, it, well, it could be, you know what I mean. Mm. But um, yeah, so we, Charlie had mentioned before about us doing our own like kind of branch of them because it's quite a cool, mm. cool idea. <laughs> Do like an eighteen hundred custom style one. Oh well, yeah, just uh, the same the concept. Really, yeah, it's like it? you like same. Yeah, same project, same branding, same everything, but just do a different, a new location so that they can it can expand because we only want it to get better. Yeah, definitely. I think it's really cool. Yeah. But, yeah, it's more time, isn't it? Time will tell. I hope, hope that Mike, who runs it, and Julianne will be at the actual. We can just chat year. to them at the Mallet. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, Julianne's got a jersey and a number board for me, which is cool. Yeah. But I still need to like, message it a bit. Just that standard things, just like oh, mate, trying to sort out a house, trying to sort out bikes that never work on, like trying to get work even. It's just there's a lot going on, never ending, as it always. Yeah, but yeah, we need to also kind of get the calendar a little bit in order as well because I'm super psyched on this evening trial, yeah. and I want to make sure we're not going to miss out on like a couple of these long distance trials that are coming up. And potentially, like any of the vintage ones that you might be able to. I think quite a few of them are, have been moved. So, lots of them, like, used to be that they used to be like, there's a Swindonian coming up, but that's when I'm away anyway. Okay. So, that's really, that's a good ride. Oh, I saw that advertised actually on the um, long distance trials Facebook group. Do you know what? One thing I might do is ask Ted if you're in, in if you're interested. My favourite one is the Arbuthnot, so it's an all pre sixty five bikes. Yeah. Down like Somerset, like it's basically Stonehenge is there, and you go south, and it's all there. Oh, cool! So I tried to do it as much as I can, but now there's an extra bike. There might be an, an another bike up for grabs. Let's see if oh, Ted's like pop King, bike or something like that. If, if he would let you use it, because I've already entered it. Oh, have you? Yeah. Because it doesn't sell out like really quickly, but it sells out like relatively. Quickly. Yeah. But I've already entered, and it's in like the start. I think it's the sixth of September or something. Oh shit! What? Just dates in September. Oh yeah. It's just fucking dates. Yeah, it's not. Can't be the sixth. It must be the third. Third or. Well, oh, that 10. would be better. Third or tenth. Oh, tenth would work. <laughs> <laughs> but. I've already entered it, but it's a really cool one. Mm. Then the the Sig Cup Club one is like the weekend after, and then they're talking about doing a pre sixty five trial. Quarry, Quarry. yeah, that's going to be sick. Probably going to be late September, October, and then because the season starts late this year, they do this like Jack Thompson trial. Yeah, what's that about? It's just pre sixty five trial at the Sig Cup Club. Yeah, um, which I'm going to do this year. 
I normally can't do it because the season starts earlier because the, the lifts don't open until the 16th of December this year. Oh, mad. Okay. So I'm going to do that on the 3rd. Yeah. Oh, sweet. <clears throat> so, yeah, just trying to figure out all this stuff. But then I'm pretty certain that another club has moved their trial to September as well. Oh, fuck. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but long distance trial. Yeah. Then there's another one. <laughs> I think it's in October. Um, it's the. I can't remember. I think it's the VJMCC, like Vintage Japanese Motorcycle Club. That's me and you. It is. <laughs> they do one, um, but it's at some guy's house. That sounds sick. So, like, the wives get together and make soup and cakes and shit like that. That's and then just in his garden. There's like 16 sections. But That's what we're going to do at your new house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, do it here. Up, up and down the steps, <laughs> up the wall. Up the shed. Over the paddling pool. <laughs> but um, <laughs> they do they do that. And that's something I really want to go to as well because Ted just always talks about it and says it's like the best thing ever. What so. does he ride at a vintage Japanese one? Well, that's the thing. It's not really that. I think it's just run oh, by the club. Oh, that's just the club. All right. Well, it might be the VMCC, Vintage <laughs> Motorcycle Club. Fuck off. But um, is it the VMC? I can't remember. It's basically old bikes. <laughs> it's almost the hay fever. Hay fever. We're going to have to sort that out. Maybe it's a quick one. that? But yeah, it's really cool. So you just ride like 16 sections on the old bikes. Someone supplies food, so you can stop whenever you want for little breaks. Have like, yeah, cakes, coffees, whatever you want, and then just ride, just ride to your heart's content, which is really cool. And then, yeah, so many trials events basically. But I kind of think that we're at that point where we may be at the end. Tommy's gone to the toilet. There's only 30 seconds left before the bongos are supposed to come up. See if he makes it back out in time just to say see ya. But a bit of a shorter one today. Because not much has happened apart from a few little bits and bobs. But yeah. If he doesn't get back in 15 seconds, I think I'm going to call it. And just say goodnight. Here he comes. He's going to be out. Turn the light off. Tom, mate, say goodnight. Oh, we're off, are we? Bye. Peace. Thanks for joining us out in the garden. That is a wrap. That is episode 29, done and dusted. Um, We've certainly had a blast. I hope you've enjoyed listening too. If you have, uh, then make sure you do the right thing, and that is leave us a review. So whatever platform you're listening to, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever other poxy platform you've got going on, Give us the review, give us those five stars and leave us a comment uh, if you wish. Uh, also, if you know of anyone that might appreciate the podcast, make sure you tell them about it. Make sure you share it. Tell your friends, tell your family. And uh, yeah, let's see if we can get some more people on board and listening. If you've got any suggestions about topics that you might want us to cover um, or any questions or anything like that, do not hesitate to contact us. Uh, best way is either directly between uh, me and Charlie, if you know us personally. If not, hit us up on the Instagram. That is at 1800customs. Shoot us a message on there and we'll be more than happy to answer your questions or discuss your topics here on the Moto Chronicles podcast. 
thank you very much for joining us we will see you next time for episode 30 that's it <laughs>